Every human is an artist. The dream of your life is to make beautiful art. Don Miguel Ruiz. So today I want to talk a little bit about creating art, creating work, doing the thing that we love, whether it's in your work uh, or business or creating a relationship that you truly love as well, creating a life that you truly love. And dive in a little bit to what might be holding us back from this because I feel that it may be a little bit different to what a lot of people uh, sometimes think or sometimes get caught up in. And hopefully look at a couple of ways that we can maybe reframe it and potentially even lead into a few practices that might help uh, allow us or encourage us to do our art, to create our work and send it out into the world. So without further ado, let's jump in. This is John Marsh and you're listening to the Access Potential podcast. So the first question is, what is art? What is this art that we're talking about? And you know, when Don Miguel Ruiz says this, uh, that every human is an artist, what I think he's touching on is that the art can be anything. The art can be our work. The art can be any expression of ourselves. And others have also echoed this. Uh, people like Seth Godin, people like Austin Kleon in his book, Steal Like an Artist. Uh, this is a concept that we are all artists, that you don't need to be doing painting on a canvas to be an artist, uh, but you can create art in your relationship with your children, with your partner, with your um, business, the work that you do. So I think that's the first thing to get on the table is that we're all artists if we choose to be, and we're all creative if we choose to be, and therefore we can all create art. And so that gets us all on the court. That means that none of us are here just as an audience member. All of us have the opportunity to step into the game itself and create this art, whatever that looks like for us. So the next question is, okay, cool. So if the art is the thing that I want to do, my business, my job, uh, my relationship, this thing that I'm sort of sitting there that's nagging me, What's stopping me from doing this? What's stopping me? What's holding me back from starting the business? You know, uh, working towards a great relationship, uh, starting your podcast, creating your blog, whatever it is that you want to do. What's what holds us back? And a few things come to mind. A lot of people talk about uh, strategy. And, you know, this would be the concept of reading more books to help uh, with direction, to read books that help us with strategy. Uh, another thing that people will often talk about is the template. So this is where they'll, you know, join some sort of a program or something to get a specific template to help them. So this would be like, you know, a cheat sheet, eight week cheat sheet to, uh, you know, get better abs or a 12-week um, transformational program to get XYZ. And this is the idea that we can get a, a short a short and sweet sort of template to follow in order to 
allow us to get where we want. Another one that comes up a lot is the concept of effort. And this is sort of the hustle culture. You know, you need to work harder. You need to just do more. And I just want to go through each of these three because more often than not, people will throw out one of these as a barrier or an excuse or a reason why they're not able to execute or to create uh, the art or, or do the work that they really love and that that means a lot to them. So firstly, strategy, right? So we talk about strategy. This is the books. Uh, we just need to kind of go through this one first. Effectively here, we're, we do what's called, called intellectual learning. So it feels really good. We, I've talked a lot about different types of learning, uh, assembly line learning, intellectual learn, learning, learning by observation and pitching in, uh, which is experiential learning. So effectively, the strategy can be helpful, right? It can, it can point us in a direction, but it's purely intellectual. It's purely a idea. Now, this idea, uh, saturation with ide of ideas from different authors and different experts feels amazing. It feels like we're getting closer to where we want to go because we can see almost tangibly all the steps laid out in front of us. But in and of itself, it's useless because it doesn't involve the action. It doesn't involve the actual doing, right? So strategy is cool. It feels amazing, but it's not necessarily going to get us any closer at all on its own to where we want to go or to the art that we want to create. So number two is this concept of a template. Now, they've proven this, right, with monkeys, with, uh, you know, I think it was U.S. Air Force cadets with kids at schools that having a hint, a tip, a trick in our learning process really early does allow us to get a little boost in performance right then and there. But long term, it makes it's what's called an easy learning environment and it really destroys our long term performance because we didn't have to go through the struggle during the learning phase. So the template sort of stuff is like a great idea and sometimes it can help us uh, if we need a quick fix for something, but it's certainly not a foundation for growth or learning. Uh, so, you know, the last one we kind of go through that we hear a lot about is we need more effort. And yeah, of course, we're going to need work, right? Uh, everything is built on on energy input, so we need more effort. But there's a lot of people who have a lot of effort and put a lot of effort into life, right? Put a lot of tension or effort into, you know, effort is this concept of pushing, pushing against, pushing through, um, showing up and really leaning into something with kind of sweat equity, mental, emotional equity. And there's a lot of people who do this but don't, create their art don't create uh you know the business the relationship the thing that they want to do so effort in itself is also not directional it can be going everywhere right so we need to understand where and how the effort's applied if we're going to look at any sort of traction towards where we want to go so those are the big three that we hear a lot of now here's the thing right all of these uh are kind of like a kind of like an output and while they can all be helpful as part of a bigger picture to be honest based off of the number of small business owners that I've uh, had the amazing good fortune to work with 
and my own uh, background in small business and retail and in the gyms and in coaching business now, I, I can honestly say that I don't think that it's any of these three things. Yes, some strategy might be helpful. Yes, uh, a template can get you something on that day. And of course, there's going to be uh, value in uh, effort over time. But when we look deeper than this, there's this concept of courage and trust. So to create greater art, we need courage in a few key areas. And what do I mean by that? Well, the first one is this concept of identity. And I've spoken about this on the previous episode. We need to find the courage to accept, uh, to, to identify, accept, and own our identity, our story. Uh, and this includes our flaws, our habits, our patterns. Uh, we need to accept and own this stuff and take responsibility for our lives and for our actions. Because if we don't do this, if we lack responsibility, it means that we're constantly moving away from this identity, the sense of self and being present in our own skin. And when we're moving away from, we're always on a shaky foundation. We need to be present in identity. So present in our story, present in our flaws, present in our patterns and habits, good, bad, or otherwise. But the first step is to own these, to create the foundation. Once we're present in our story, then we can sit into the story and we can start to use this as a platform to move into the next steps of our work. So if we go back to look at creating something, a business relationship, if we don't have ownership of our story, trust in ourselves, presence in our story, how can we be there for another if we're not there for ourselves, right? How can we be there for our business if we're not fully there for ourselves, if we don't fully own where we have been as well? The second area that we want to look at just quickly is this concept of having the courage to develop nervous system capacity, right? And so this is kind of a tricky one. Basically, if we are living day to day, rushed back to back, social media, emails, checking. So there's lots of effort and lots of energy output, but if we're not present into the difficulties of the real work that needs to be done, then we will go nowhere. So the nervous system allows us to slow down and accept the work that really needs to be done. So let's break it down. If I have a task, if I, if I want to grow my business in a particular way or run and run some event or workshop, I have certain tasks that I need to do. And if I'm present in my identity and my story, I can start to go, okay, cool. So to, to take this story further, to do the work that I want to create my art, I need to do these three or four things. Now, when I go to actually do these things, there's going to be a little bit of a tension. Why? Because when I execute on them, when I start to create them, whatever it is, uh, it's leading towards a transformation of my identity. It's leading towards growth. And this isn't comfortable. And so what I'll typically do is I'll, my nervous system will recoil from 
these actions, which I know that I want to do, right? So when we do this as humans, we, we tend to recoil. So developing nervous system capacity for this almost stress, if you will, is to develop the ability to sit into those very actions which would normally make us recoil or, or leave the room, so to speak. So a great example of not having the nervous system capacity uh, for your work is uh, distraction, constant distraction in the face of the real work, right? And it could be in your relationship, constant distraction in the face of the real work of relating or of difficult conversations or of listening. Because at the end of the day, you can have whatever idea that you want, whatever dream that you want. You can say whatever it is that you want to say in terms of what you want to create uh, and how you want to evolve and what you want to put out there into the world. But at the end of the day, if you cannot sit into and relax into the work that actually needs to be done, uh, it will never come into reality. So, you know, a kind of another way to think about this is if when you go to do the work that you need to do to get your project off the ground or to get your business started going, business started, if when you go to do that work, you're super stressed and there's a, a high level of effort and energy output just to do the basics, then you need to develop more nervous system capacity because realistically, we need to be able to do this stuff in a relaxed state uh, if we're going to have any type of longevity or consistency in this work over time, which is going to be what's needed to get where we want to go, right? <clears throat> so this is the second area of courage. One, courage to accept responsibility. Two, courage to slow down, right? To slow down and to develop the nervous system capacity. And of course, our daily practices are key here. Uh, learning to soften into this kind of work and using the breath, but allowing our body uh, physical, mental, emotional bodies to relax as we face the, the challenges of the day, right? So creating your dream then, creating your art as a human isn't about being a genius in the strategy, reading more books. It's not about getting the perfect template to help kickstart your journey. And it's certainly not about having an extreme level of effort. In fact, ideally, we're quite calm when we're doing the work, right? So it leads us to see that a lot of times, you know, when we want to go to create this art, to do our work, to start the business, if we're getting stuck, maybe we need to develop courage. You know, maybe we need to sit into this story, into our individuality and start to own uh, own our own identity, own our flaws, own our patterns. And then from there, not just map out the action items that need to be done and jump into them full throttle, but lean into them in a way that's sustainable. Lean into them with a relaxed breath, right? Accept them, lean into the work in a way, you know, like, a, um, like we would if we were, you know, chopping wood and carrying water you know the work begins we do the work the the day finishes and we we finish the work for that day and then we get up and we do it again versus the frantic nature of a tense nervous system so this one both of these of course take time and they can be slow uh, but when we think about it this is going to build the capacity to 
create something that's sustainable and create something that actually happens, right? So if you're getting stuck on the reading, the consuming, uh, or the overwhelm from too much effort and anxiety or stress, then it could be a, a little bit more around the courage and the deeper work of, uh, you know, diving into the, some, some of the stuff that allows us to sort of back up, slow down, get clear, and then breathe and, and um, ease into this process a little bit more slowly. So it all takes guts. It's not easy. Uh, it's a lot easier to rush in and ignore this stuff and be distracted. Uh, but typically with small business, you know, in particular, uh, this is the biggest difference, right? The ability to do this and do the work on an ongoing basis over time is the precursor to the growth. It's the precursor to the art. So that's it for today. Uh, thanks so much for listening and I'll see you on the next episode of the Access Potential Podcast. As always, feel free to send any questions along, john at johntmarsh.com. Always love to receive them. See you on the next one.